It's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world who has had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I can't even get my time straight. How about that? It should be uh, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, you know, well, we do have people from around the world checking this show out, so it could be morning somewhere. But as you know, it is 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> so with that, uh, welcome to the uh, post-draft show. Lots to talk about, lots to get to uh, with with what went on, on uh, over the weekend with our team's uh, and I know uh, highly upset with the Giants' first pick. Highly uh, upset with that pick. Thought it was a horrible pick. And I am completely and and utterly, uh, I think that Dave Gettleman does not know how to pick in the first round because don't get me wrong, he's made some great picks later on in, the, in, se- in several drafts. But look, Barkley, don't think that was a great pick at number three. Because if Sam, Sam Darn, he takes Sam Darnold, we're talking about the Giants winning the NFC East this year with the amount of people he's put on there, uh, and uh, ten times better. Daniel Jones, I don't agree with. Oh, he's your guy. You believe in him? Yeah, that's a stretch. Then trade back if that's your guy. Trade back and 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 build draft picks. That's not the way to get it. And I think Tony was a stretch at twenty. He was a stretch. I, I'm, you know, I, and I and I hate to say that, but it, it certainly seemed like it. What's so. up, Jared? Yeah, Jared, Jared we're gonna get up, into buddy? it a little bit. You can call us near the. Uh, we'll be on till seven, so maybe around like ten of ten of seven, you know, quarter to seven, something like that. You can call in, buddy. Um, Coach, in regards to your Giants, um, what? Look, I don't think Tony was a horrible pick. Urban Meyer, where they said, was extremely disappointed that he wanted Tony at 25. Right. And so, obviously, even more than Etienne, who they ended up drafting. But to me, it's a bit of a luxury pick. I liked moving back. I thought Gettleman was very savvy in that sense, Coach, moving yes. back, grabbing Chicago's first-round pick, which that could be a good pick next year. You know, and also they moved back other times. So, they got an extra first, uh, first, third, and fourth next year. I did like that aspect of his draft. But to me, with Tony – it's a luxury pick. Yeah, you want to give Daniel Jones everything, you know, he needs to be successful. But to me, you spent $72 million on Kenny Galladay. You have Sterling Shepard. You have uh, Slayton. You have Ingram. You went and got Kyle Rudolph. You know, if he can't be successful with that, I mean, there's an issue. So now you take Tony. To me, I would have. Maybe even going further back, Coach. Right. Go back into the – and uh, you know, and I loved how the Eagles draft them. Get Dickerson or get one of those interior linemen, you know, because they could have had a, Elijah Vera Tucker. Now, not at 20, but still, you know, I think they're going to regret not updating. I think they're going to tackle, but I'm not sure about the interior of that line. And to me, instead of getting a very good slot receiver, I would have went – and got the uh, interior lineman to fix the line for the Giants. Jason Dean, what's going on, what's buddy? What's up, JD? What's up, guys? And uh, Jason, real curious to in. see what you think. I know at first you were upset 
And, uh, you know, obviously you calm down in regards to the Raiders. And, Coach, do you mind if I comment on Jason Dean's in real quick if I comment on the Raiders? Go ahead. One thing I would say about that, I like Leatherwood. I think he's going to be a good lineman. I, I really do. Um, and, and you get you get a little bit lucky, and Mo Rig falls in the second round. So when you look at it, you say, well, we would have took Mo Rig in the first, and, you know, Leatherwood would have been second. It works out. But my whole point is Mayock knows these boards. You know, this is what the guy used to do for the NFL Network. And to me, like the Eagles did, where they traded back and got a first-round pick, like your Giants did, traded back, got a first-round pick, like the Dolphins completely, completely manipulated the draft, the Raiders should have done that. Leatherwood would have been there in the top part of the second round. So if you're worried, go back to the back part of the first round if you're a little bit concerned. But they could have got some draft capital to get more guys on defense to help that team. I don't have a problem with the pick. If you that's your guy, get him. But they could have manipulated the draft and gotten more. And this isn't the first time. The same thing happened with Cleveland Farrell when they drafted him at four. And everybody thought Arnett was a reach last year, too. So that's my only point. And look, you know, everybody's saying it is. It's wait and see. But Farrell hasn't really worked out. And Arnett's only played one year, but that hasn't really worked out, too. They were called reaches, and now them kind of look like possible busts. So, And the other thing is, too, Leatherwood, sorry, Coach, was a left tackle going to move to right tackle, and Derrishaw was on the board. So that's what I question. But if he's your guy, he's your guy. I just thought they could have played the draft yet, uh, better. Go ahead, Coach. Absolutely. I, I agree 100% with that. Also, you know, if – the Jacksonville wanted Tony that bad, then you know what? Let them trade up to the Giants and get get some more capital and trade back right. to 25. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I, I just don't see you drafted a receiver in an already crowded receiver room. You didn't you didn't my my biggest thing with your first round pick needs to be a guy that walks into that building and is starter day one. Right. You drafted a guy who is not a starter day one. Tell, tell me where he fits. Is he going to beat out Shepard for the slot? Is 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 that what you're telling me? Because yeah. you signed Ross as well. If, if you remember, we signed Ross, and he's supposed yeah. to be the speed guy. And, and he's kind of a one-trick pony. I mean, that he's not a legit number one receiver or or even a number two guy. I, I don't I don't see where yeah. where you went with that with that right. pick. And oh great, you got your pass rusher in the second round, but okay. Okay, but again, in the second round, why? Why, like you said, manipulate the draft a little bit more. Now, granted, the Giants got some extra picks. We're going to have two number ones next year, and you know we may need it because uh, we might be drafted trading for uh, Aaron Rodgers here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, and we'll get into that later because I have some spots that I think are perfect for uh, Aaron Rodgers and Jason Dean Coots. Great pickup. Love him. Think he, you know. Also played at the same college as Khalil Mack, but I like him. He's a good off-the-edge rusher, gets low. Um, Diablo, I also like. He's one of those – he's a uh, like Jeremiah Uusu Karamoa. Poor man's not as good, not as fast, but he's that hybrid safety linebacker coach. You know what I mean? That they're really starting to go to in the league, and he's a tackling machine. So I thought the Raiders really did good in later rounds. I just thought they could have – I don't dislike the pick. I mean, he was the Outland Trophy winner. He's going to be a road grader for, you know, running the ball. So I like it in that sense. But what I just question is just the offseason as a whole, releasing the linemen, 
making it become a need on offensive line when you had enough players for offensive line. And, and, you know, they really need some help on defense. And, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see if Gus Bradley can get that um, uh, team going. Because the big thing I thought they missed in the second half of the year was they really did – they struggled to run the ball. So maybe Leatherwood will help them do that, and we will see. What's going on, Stiz? And Stiz, uh, we got Eagles. some funky tobacco, some funky tobacco, wacky yeah. tobacco in the cigars because yeah. I don't think no, so. Buddy. That was no, that that was sneaky. And obviously, when they got Tony, coach, they were going to draft Devonte Smith. So it's a win for the Eagles. And I know, I know a lot of Giants fans, coach. I saved that video, shared that video to coach's page. If you want to see, it was hilarious because the guys like, man, they kept us out of the playoffs. Now they're taking our pick. So, um. Look, in regards to the Eagles, love it. I thought they did a great job. Um, I think they need a guy like Smith. You need to give Hurts the players. You got to see what he can do. And, I, you know, Coach, you know too, and you you can back this up. I said I like Dickerson before the Eagles even set took him. I love Dickerson, and I've yes. said that numerous times. I, I agree with you. I yeah. agree there, but what I don't agree with the Eagles is they went out, they drafted a running back who's – it's already on your roster. You 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 got a, another Miles Sanders basically. Where yeah. where's that? Where's I, the different I, yeah. back? You know, I, I agree. I, I agree with that. But you're not you're not going to be perfect. But I, I I like to draft. Um, like I said, I think Smith was a help. And look, that Eagles offense. I was a little surprised. Coach mentioned it, and this is actually Coach said it, brought it up today. Was Ertz wasn't traded? So right. you look at this offense now, Coach. You plug in Landon Anderson to play left guard. Okay, you got. Kelsey, Le, uh, no, Landon Dickerson. Oh, Landon on the Eagles. You yeah. plug in Dickerson at left guard. You plug in Kelsey at center. Pro Bowler, Brandon Brooks, right guard. Pro Bowler, Lane Johnson, right tackle. Pro Bowler. You know, I think they might. They may keep Ertz now. We'll see. So you have Ertz and Goddard, and then you got Smith, and, and you know, you got some wideouts, and then you got Miles Sanders, who I think is going to have a Pro Bowl year behind that offensive line. So offensively, I like where we're at. We're going to have – our defense is getting older, and that's what we're going to need to rebuild. But the Eagles, everybody who thinks they're going to suck, Eagles will win. I'll bet anybody they win at least seven games this year. I think they could be 500. Um, I think there's a lot of teams – Well, they can't be 500 out. now. Remember, there's 17 games, so they can't be 500. Well, right. Ar- no, no, I know that. You're one right. up or one down. Around that eight and nine – that's what I'm saying, that eight and nine record. I think they're going to be seven, ten, eight, and nine, maybe even nine and eight. I think the NFC East is going to beat up on each other. I think a lot of these teams are close. I think the Giants are, are the best team. I think the Giants are the most balanced team because I think the Eagles have a weakness on defense and you got some inexperience on offense in regards to your quarterback position and receivers. I think um, the Giants are the most balanced. I think the Dow- Dallas has a severe all- defensive problem, and I think Washington has a very big offensive problem. And then Washington, to a surprise, goes out and takes a defensive player in the first round. Yeah, that surprised me too. Uh, hey, yeah, Frank, uh, thanks for uh, checking us out, Frank. Uh, we'll get to Jacksonville. I'm not – you know, they had an okay draft. We'll see. Uh, I, I, mean, I like it. I, I like what Jacksonville did. Um, we'll get into – Frank, we will get into some of the other drafts uh, later on. Right now we're touching on NFC. Um, in regards to the Cowboys, Coach, Parsons, I think, is a nice player, but you already had two Pro Bowl linebackers in Van Der Esch and right. Smith. That wasn't and a spot. That wasn't they, a spot. I, don't I think. think they were very upset 
Because if you look at them, I think they wanted Horn or Sertain. And you're sitting right. there at eight, you're saying, all right, they're both on the board. And then boom, boom, they come off the board. And that's why, obviously, I think you saw that trade back with the Eagles. And look, Parsons right. is the best player in the draft. But they had – Dallas has severe secondary troubles. They really need some help in the secondary. I agree. I agree. They do. Uh, and I, I thought they would have addressed that, uh, you know, maybe even try to trade back a little bit further uh, and, and pick up another, uh, pick up a corner at that point. And thank you, Stiz. Eight, eight, and one. So they could go 500. Eight, eight, and one. Well, technically, 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 if they're eight, eight, and one, they're like five. They're, they're not exactly 500. I forget the numbers. We'll have to get Kenny, the basketball guru, uh, yeah. to tell us the exact uh, point point six seven, whatever it is, you know. So uh, uh, with that, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes uh, this year. But I think you know that NFC East is really going to be a uh, you know maybe the winner is you know eleven and six, and the loser, the bottom of the division is you know nine and eight something like you know i think it's like a two game three game difference at, at most uh and, between and top coach, and bottom. from one to four there's not a division that's closer i don't think there's a huge gap between your first team and the fourth place team and honestly right. coach as crazy as it seems i said this to you the other day you know depending on injuries and think i wouldn't be shocked if any of the four teams won it and any of the four teams were in last place. That's how close it really is, depending on injuries and things. Like I said, I think the Giants are the best team. I do. But you never know. You know, um, injuries, things happen. We will see, we will see what happens. Um, Jared, for 17 games. Oh, 9-7-1. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's the Giants' divisions to lose, no doubt about it. But, you know, it's a big prove it. There's, there's about five QBs who are on huge – you know, prove it this year, you know, type thing. Stafford's one of them. And obviously, Coach Daniel Jones, I mean, obviously when you're playing in New York, there's always pressure. But they really have, you know, going into last year, Coach, there wasn't a ton of expectations. Now there are. Right. You know, last year you floated with the playoffs. And this year I would call it, I really think if they don't make the playoffs and unless something crazy happens in their injuries, I really think you could see them move on from Daniel Jones. Oh, absolutely. I agree 100 percent. I think, you know, you know, the Giants were, you know, supposed to stay in the kiddie side of the pool and they flirted with the deep end quite a bit. And now, you know what, you want to play in the deep end. Here you go. And you're going to sw swim or sink. And uh, we're going to be moving on from Daniel Jones after this this football season. Right. I believe because I just don't think that he is, you know, uh is the guy. He is just not the guy, unfortunately. And and you're going to see Sam Darnold have a tremendous season in Carolina. You're going to see them make some strides because he's going to be, you know, they, they went out and put some pieces around him and said, we're picking up your fifth year option. We're going to, uh, you know, we're going to play, put some pieces and some faith in you. And uh, I think they're going to have some success. Yeah. No, I, uh, I agree. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be very interesting. A lot, a lot of interesting things. Just like with with the Falcons. I mean, I feel for any defensive coordinator that's gonna try to have to put the game plan against the Falcons this year. When you think, okay, we got Julio Jones. Oh, we got Calvin Ridley. Oh, 
you got Kyle Pitts. I mean, talk about a nightmare for a defensive coordinator. It's going to be very interesting to see how that that offense does this year. I am not completely sold that Julio Jones is not is on that roster uh, at come no, by June first. Yeah, it's it's possible. Um, I just think they want the you know, I don't know what the compensation is going to be. I think they want a first round pick to part from him. I don't know that they're going to get that. I mean, Julio Jones, I think, still has two or three good years in him, um, but we will see. We will see. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure how much is left of him. Film now, Coach. If you want to touch on uh, the whole Aaron Rodgers fiasco, if you heard today, now supposedly it's he wants the general manager fired to play. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. I didn't yeah, hear that's that. what they said. And to me, it's like, I don't know. If you Look. don't want to be somewhere, you don't want to be somewhere. Like, it sounds awful petty for a guy of his stature to say, I want, I, which, which is why I don't believe it. Like you're well, and I that, believe it because look, listen, the, yeah, the but he's gonna, you're gonna been, look back. He, wait a second. He has been a kind of a for lack of a better term, kind of kind of a bitch. Yeah. He has been that kind of guy with that attitude, kind of, and you know, and granted, it you don't see it off the field. He's went on the field and he has played lights out, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think he he has kind of been that, you know, uh you know, that guy that really isn't in the locker room. And I think that the the Packers just Bet on the wrong horse. I think you, we would be saying right now, if Aaron Rodgers had a crappy year, that everyone would be saying, "Oh man, the the Packers saw the future. They saw the future, and by getting getting love, and you know, it just yeah, prickly you know, might have been a little bit of a better word than uh, prickly. You know, yeah, you're, for you're a lack right. of a better word, and that's what you come up with. You know, you're right, I, and I yeah. apologize. You no, know, I, no, I can't, well, um, I'll but look. you know what? He's he. It is. But you know, the Packers tried to do what the Giants did. With you know, you asked Eli to be the the stopgap and the and the starter at the same time, and you know, obviously different different time because Eli has did diminish. He fell off a cliff pretty quick, yeah. and Aaron didn't. Aaron just went out and played lights out. So yeah. you know what. I don't know, and I agree with you. You know what? Just walk out the door. I'm not playing. Trade me or, you know, I've made enough money because he sits out a year and comes yeah. back. I know yeah. the age thing, well, but you're telling me someone's not going to sign him next year if he's no, out right. a year? No, and that's why I don't think he's saying fire this because, you know, he's right. going to get a lot of heat for that. Can you put up Stiz's question? Because, um, honestly, Stiz, the way I think it goes, I think he's going to be there this year. It's hard to move a guy with that kind of contract this year you know teams have made their plans and right. he kind of waited last minute because the best deal they were going to get was draft night from san francisco supposedly it was garoppolo the third pick other players and draft picks so you get a guy like garoppolo yes it's not rogers but still it's a formidable quarterback so that you're not throwing at jordan love under the bus you right. got the number three pick and other picks you're you know so you could add a player if there's some things you could have done um I think he stays this year, but I think what he's starting to do is open the door to be gone after this year. I think this will be his last year in a Packers uniform, and he will leave, and he is starting to position or, you know, maneuver his exit from Green Bay. It's going to be tough to get a contract like his. Now, a lot of it 
half of it will be done after June 1st, so that will ha help matters. But how many teams out there, you know, have the cap space to bring him on? But like I said, now, if it does happen, like I said, he said supposedly Raiders, Broncos, Bears. Now, I think the Broncos might have the cap room. But the one team I think, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'd want to go to, Cleveland Browns. I don't think he fits better than – I mean, I think San Francisco would be perfect, no doubt. But now they've taken Trey Lance, so that 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 ship sailed. Right. I mean, it would have been perfect. He he wanted to be drafted by San Francisco. He grew up a Niners fan. He grew up in the area. That would have been a you know they're a quarterback away from a Super Bowl. That would have been a perfect situation. That's not going to happen now. You know, after the third pick with Trey Lance. So to me, the Browns are it's a great situation. Great, great, great situation. I mean, he goes in there. You got. Odell Beckham Jr., you got Landry, Austin Hooper, and Doc, and Doc will the tight end. You got a top three right. offensive line and Chubb and Kareem Hunt with Aaron Rodgers. Are you kidding me? And do you know the up, you, you know, obviously how much better of a quarterback you're getting from Baker Mayfield to Aaron Rodgers? I think the Browns right now are a Super Bowl contender. I don't think they will. I think, but they're one of the better teams in the AFC. You put Rodgers on there, to me, they are right there with the Chiefs and the Bucks, as and those would be the top three teams. So that's where I want to go. Look, supposedly, Jason Dean, he said, like I said, he has said Vegas. Um, there are rumors. I think he's dating somebody in Hollywood, and he wants to be out on the West Coast. Right. Um. So that's part of it. You look, Broncos are West Coast, Raiders are West Coast. So. Um, we'll see, but coach, what do you think? I think he stays one more year, but he is starting to maneuver his exit. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he'll probably play one more year, but I think, as, like you said, after June 1st, I could see a team putting something together and, and getting him, getting him, you know, going. I, I think I tell you who's probably a little disappointed that this thing come out sooner is the uh, Rams, the LA Rams, because, you know, I, I, I'm sure they would have backed up the Brinks truck for that and taken that on yeah. and, and did that. I just don't know if they would have, you know, would have um, Packers have taken on Goff. But when you think about it, you're getting a quarterback back, and they got the extra first-round picks too. So you're getting right. Goff two firsts. And look, boy, would that would have been interesting too. Rodgers with a McVay type, you know, right. that right. that would have been interesting. You know, that, that would have been interesting, too, and, that, and that's a good point. Um, but, man, we will see. Could you imagine if somehow he does go to the Raiders and you got Herbert, Rodgers, and Mahomes in one division? Right. I mean, that would be just fun to watch. It really would be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I tell you what, and, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy that is afraid of something like that where, you know, um, and again, like Tom Brady, he went in, he thought, you know, I'm going to face Drew Brees. You know, at least they got to do it one time around. But, you know, was it afraid of the competition where I know uh, if you remember when Peyton Manning was looking around, he went to a division that really wasn't. You know what he? Oh, I didn't want to play against this guy twice. He, I didn't want to do this. You know, it, it was one of those things. So, well, I think remember he said, I, I believe he said he didn't want to go to the NFC East because Eli, right? Right. He didn't want to play yeah. Eli. Which you know, come on now, 
Right, because I think the Redskins did offer offer a lot. Right, and you know what? Um, I don't get that. To me, not that I would like if me playing my brother, I wouldn't like. You know what I mean? I would enjoy the competition and want to beat him more. Like, right. uh, but look, that's that's the Manning brothers. That's 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 uh, like I said, that's up to them. Uh, real quick too, I want to shout out Coach. My uh, my niece is watching right now. So let me just say to my hello to my uh, beautiful little niece Vanessa Ray, who is uh, a big Coach Muddle fan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have her on one day, man. She's a all little right. Yeah. All right, definitely, man. We'd love to have her on. Love to have her on. So you know, do you want to go about? Fun. And do you want to, we, oh, sorry, oh, I was going to say, you know, we're going to show a picture of your uh, rental car to everyone. The uh, the crowd uh, car that you're that driving story. around. So. <laughs> Obviously, not a good Friday for Nevada Nick. Um, got in a little fender bender with my Beamer, so it needed to go into the shop. You know, I called him up, you know, called Enterprise up, and I said, look, I want a full-size car. I'm a bigger guy. You know, I don't want some little, you know, Ford Fiera or, you know, one of these cars. So I go out, and it's a two-door car. And I'm like, the guy, I go to the guy, and I'm like, hey, man, I said I wanted a full-size car. I wanted. I asked for an Altima. And he says, you didn't ask for a small car? I said, dude, do I look like I would ask for a small car? And then he's like, well, at least it's a convertible. I said, at least it's a convertible. You're going to need it to be a convertible to fit my ass in the car. I mean, every time I go over a speed bump, I say a prayer, coach. I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. I mean, I'm driving this little car. I mean, it's like. You might as well put me in a smart car. You know, it's not a yeah. What it wasn't. Hey, it wasn't so the cloud music driving around with you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going from a, Bu a BMW to a Buick Cascada or something. It's it's <laughs> it's not a good look for me. Um, yeah, not very happy. But you know, we'll deal with it. I'll have the car back hopefully in a week and a half. And uh, yeah, you know, no no plugs for Enterprise. I, I was going to get my, my Jeep Grand Cherokee. I could have. And I said, like, ah, I'll just go with the Ultima. And, of course, they say Endor. But they said Charger. And they bring up this little car. And the guy got out. I'm like, this better not be my car. This better. And he's like, this is your car. Yeah. <laughs> I got the jaws of life ready. So, uh, yeah, what wasn't happy about that. Now, Coach, we want to talk about some other teams with the draft, uh, specifically teams that, you know, we think had good drafts. I actually thought Joe Douglas did a good job. With I was the Jets. just going to say that I thought the Jets had a great draft. They really hit some, you know, uh, I think maybe they overpaid a little bit jumping up to get the uh, offensive lineman. Right. Uh, but, but they have still, so much jet draft capital, coach. I, you know, right. they, they kind of had a guy they wanted, and he's he very flexible. You know, he's played every position on the line, just like my guy Landon Dickerson has. Landon Dickerson's played all five spots. But, you know, Coach. All right. It was all good, Denise, until, until you put up the Eagles on there. By the way, I just want you to know, you know, if you need somebody to fill in for your for, for the, the – you want a good-looking guy that can actually fit into the picture frame, you let me know. I'll be a stand-in for Nevada Nick, you know, uh, and, and yeah. whatnot. So you just let me know. She calls Stiz EJ Stiz instead of Stiz. She actually asked where he was today. And then she, I said, Stiz is at work. And she said, oh, why, so he can get Mr. Softy? I said, yeah, that's why he said <laughs> Why is it work so he can get Mr. Softy? <laughs> My hand to God, that's what she said today. But, no, 
in regard to the, to the dress draft, I like it. But as you know, too, Coach, it's all going to matter on one pick, Zach Wilson. Yeah, if he right. hits, it's going to be a great draft. If he doesn't, even if the other guys do well, it's going to be what if. Should we have kept Sam Darnold? Um, but I love Elijah Barrett Tucker. I really like Elijah Moore, the receiver. Right, I thought he was a first round pick yep. out of Old Miss. I really like him, and I like Bateman too, who ended up going to the Ravens. Um, I liked both those guys. Um, I actually had them higher than Tony, the receiver from Florida, right, who ended right. up going because I Tony, like you called, he's like a one trick pony. He really is. He's a slot receiver. And I think a guy like that, you wait to the second or third round to get. But um, they also got running back out of North Carolina, Michael Carter, who I really like. Um, he was supposed to go high. He was supposed to be higher. You know, he was, he was supposed to right. go higher than he did. Well, they, he lucked out there, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think they solidify that offensive line because, you know, Sam Darnold running for his life. Also, you pair more with now you have Mims, who was another guy they got last year who fell out of the first round into the second round. He didn't wasn't healthy a lot last year. So if he could be healthy with more, I, I think you have two guys, two two nice weapons on the outside. Uh, and they solidified that offensive line with uh, you know, getting the kid from last year. Uh uh what is it? Um uh, Bet oh, Becton. 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 and now now uh, uh, the USC kid. So th that's going to be be uh, really good, I think. And they addressed their some of their defensive issues too. They they did well in the offseason with the uh, with the uh, free agency. I, I think the Jets will make a little bit of noise this year. Yeah, I'm, not saying, also, I'm so, not saying pump the right. brakes. I'm not saying they put the they extinguished the dumpster fire by any means. Right over there in, in Florida Park, but what I'm saying is they may have contained that fire a little bit. Step and, in the right direction. You no, know, it's it's yeah. going in the right direction. You know. And look, Joe Douglas. I I always said I really like him. Um, and they have two first round picks next year too. And right. you know, I, I like like I said, they also got two second round picks because they got the second round pick from the Panthers. Right. So, you know, they got some picks next year. They got some cap room. Um, they have the free agent, not free agent, but they have the linebacker who will be playing this year who opted out. The guy from the Ravens helped me. Right, out. Right, 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 right. I can't remember his name. Drawing a blank. Yeah. But he I opted know. out and he'll be, you know, they give him the big deal. He'll be playing this year. So that'll help. Um, you guys think we'll have the best year. Harris, Etienne. Or Williams. Oh, it's a good question, Stiz. Um, man, I, I'm gonna go. It's tough, but I, I'm gonna go. Probably, I like Harris the most, just because you know I think the but I, they didn't fix the, the offensive ball, line though. But that's that's the problem. They didn't fix their offensive line, so I think it's gonna be at the end. Um, I, I think Harris is the best, but they struggled to run the ball last year, and now you lose Pouncey and Villanueva. So, and I, the other tackle retired as well. So, right, you so lost a lot three of, key offensive linemen there. Yeah, a lot of questions about the Steelers. Now, look, I do think he's more talented than Blake Snell and James Conner. So, I think Harris is going to help. But you know it too, coach. You can be a great running back. Ask Barry Sanders if you got a bad line, it's not going to help. I mean, so and Barry was just special. Um, right. you know. Yeah, I think I think Harris is the best, but at the end probably has the best stats just because, you know, I think Urban Meyer is going to utilize him properly. I think the Jags 
are going to run the football. Uh, you know, they, they got a tackle as well. And you already have Cam Robinson at left tackle. Right. So, and, and, you know, I like Trevor Lawrence. And I think Urban will, you know, he's good. You know how it is, coach. You got to, those, the, the pro guys got to catch up to the college coach at first. You can, mm-hmm. you know, you saw it with Chip. You know, he kind of caught the NFL by surprise at first. Right. And then they adjusted and he couldn't adjust from that. Now, right. I think Urban will do better than Chip, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens early on. And, you know, and look, you know, he's also going to get help because I think they'll run some RPOs and Lawrence can move a little bit. So yeah. um, I think it's going to be be very interesting. And, and that's another team, the Jags, I thought that did pretty well on draft day. But, you know, both the Jets and the Jags got a lot, just a lot, a lot of, a, you know, a long, long way to go. You know, to they do. It. But I honestly, I think that Williams will have the better because you got to remember the offensive coordinator coming from that Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco 49er uh, offense, and you're going to see them run the football. And I, I really think that that he's going to be he he's going to fit that system really well and really take a lot of pressure off the uh, off the quarterback. Yeah, another team coach I thought really did well to help their well. He'll be a second year QB. I loved what the Chargers did. You go out and grab the best free agent center in Corey Lindsay to get you, you know, help your line. Right. You draft Rashawn Slater, who some people had higher than Sewell at tackle right. yep. in the first round. And then this is a guy I was looking at for the Eagles and was surprised where he was at. But you grab Asante Samuel Jr. at corner to yeah. put into that defense with Derwin James returning. Chargers are going to be good. And let's not forget, they get Brandon Staley, defensive coordinator from the Rams. Now he doesn't have as much talent, obviously, from the you know as he did on the Rams with the Chargers. But I like him. I think he's a young defensive mind. I think he's really going to help that defense. And you know the Chargers' offense was clicking on all cylinders last year. The defense was the issue. And now you get James back. You add Asante Samuel Jr. I like what the Chargers are doing. And I, I think and, it was more of a coaching issue than more of them with, with the defense because, I mean, yeah. they were the year before. They were a top defense, and they were, you know, right. oh, they were a quarterback away. They were a quarterback away, and uh, and then they just went to, uh, and you know. One name, too, for the Chargers, just remember Josh Palmer. Stiz, remember that name, Josh Palmer. They drafted him in the third-round receiver out of Tennessee, and Tennessee's been a – a dumpster fire to be nice. Remember this year, everybody they were yep. a top twenty-five team. They were a dumpster fire again. Right, right. Watch right. Josh Palmer. I think he's going to fit nicely into that Chargers offense with already having Mike Williams and um, Keenan Allen. Um, they drafted a tight end as well to to make up, and they also got Jared Cook too because obviously they did lose Hunter Hunter Henry to the Patriots. But um, right. like what the Chargers did. Think they finally, yeah, they did. There's, you know, I was just talking about, yeah, Palmer from Tennessee. I like what they mm-hmm. did, and they are going to protect Herbert. Um, I, I really like what me and Stiz, where you think great minds think alike, Stiz. But I do like, I like what the Chargers did. And I'll tell you, it, at, at AFC West is going to be tough because I like what, you know, Broncos, I thought, did well getting a cornerback. You get Bradley Chubb and Von Miller back. If they can get Teddy Bridgewater to play, you know, decent football like he did with the Saints. Uh, you know, Broncos could be dangerous too. And let's not forget the Chiefs. You go out, you get Joe Tooney, 
They get um, Creed Humphrey, center um, from Oklahoma, right? Play center, and you know, obviously they make that trade to get the tackle. Ain't gonna have offensive line problems this year. So I think the, the Chiefs had a nice, you know, Andy knows the importance of offensive line, especially after the Super Bowl. So, you know, I like what uh, Andy did to shore up that offensive line. And the Chiefs actually probably improved as, you know, you know, as crazy as that is to think. And they also got that kid Bolton from Missouri, who I like. Yeah, the linebacker who uh, was still yeah. around. Yes. Um, but who else? I still think um, uh, what I really like, one of the, my picks that I liked was uh, Kyle Trask going to uh, the Buccaneers. I and think it, that's a great situation for him. Does it get to, better than that, Coach? I mean, sit behind Tom Brady for two or three years, and then uh, you know, Florida. You know, went to Florida too. So right. you're in the same state. You play behind Brady, and then Coach, you're going to go behind that good young team with a you know the offensive line's young and decent. You got a pretty young defense, and you'll have Mike Williams and Chris Godwin, and you know a lot of people forget too, but. The tight end's coming back this year, O.J. Howard. Right. So they're going to get exactly. better. Yeah, that's I right. I mean, it's – and no, and it's perfect for him. You know, he didn't want to go to a team and then it's like, you know, you were going to plug him in and throw him in too early. This is what he needed, and I, I, I agree with you. He couldn't have fell to a better position. I, I like it a lot. And another team, too, I want to give, you know, my Dolphins. I thought the Dolphins uh, – oh, wow. So, Chief just got Jarek McKinnon, too. Thanks, Diz. But – uh. I thought the Dolphins had a great draft, though. I mean, Dolphins just – they only had – they had no picks after the third round, but they got four or five quality guys get to right. tackle Eckenberg out of uh, Notre Dame. Dame yep. You know, they get Waddle in the first round. They get um, Jalen Phillips, the defensive end, um, in, in, the, in the, this, with their second pick at 18 in the first yep. round. I, I just like what the Dolphins are doing. And the big question is going to be – is Tua good enough? And if he's not, they will move on right after this year. I think they they, they expect big things in Miami and are hoping to contend for a Super Bowl by next year. If Tua doesn't work, right? And now, and now because now, I mean, Buffalo, you know, because the Dolphins, I didn't didn't expect Buffalo to pop up like they did, and now you have the you now you have Buffalo, and you know, look, the Jets are making some moves. They're going to make some noise, and you know, has Bill Belichick found? Tom Brady 2.0, and yeah. are they going to be back? Because you remember, you know, he, everybody, all oh, the, the Patriots were off, but after defense opted out last year. Yeah. So you're going to have their defense back, and, and now you're going to have a nice young quarterback. Does he have the pieces around? They have some tight ends, and, you know, can can they can they do that? I think I think it'll be good. Yeah, no, I like the Mac Jones pick, Mac Jones pick uh, coach, and, you know, too, Let's not forget, too, Christian Barrymore. A lot of people had him going in the teens. He fell to them in the second round, defensive tackle out of Alabama, and yep. he's perfect for them. That 3-4 system, you need that guy that's going to eat multiple gaps up in the middle for that 3-4 mm -hmm. defense. He's you that know, Vince Wilford. Vince Wilford type Wilford guy, guy. Yep. right. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. so that works for them. He had a great uh, playoff in college, Barrymore. So and then they I like the DN Ronnie Perkins they got as well from Oklahoma. So I like what the Patriots did. You get Dante Hightower back, and look, they just, you know Bill, like we talked about the Raiders before about playing the draft. He didn't get impatient. He waited. He right. watched the board, and Mac Jones followed him. 
So, I mean, you know, he could have went in all panic like some of these guys do, yep. gave up a first-round pick in, in a future year, but he sat back, waited, and I think he got his guy. And I'm really curious to see how that works out. And I really think Cam isn't going to be for long. I see right. Mac Jones in there by game five or six. I really do. Maybe yeah, earlier, absolutely. Coach. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100, 100% with that because I, you know, Cam, don't, don't unpack your bag, buddy, because you're not, you're not in New England long. Yeah. So. And, Coach, did you, you want to talk a little bit, too? Because to me, there's a lot of, there have been a lot of rumors about dissension in the Eagles front office. And, yeah, kind of and, a little bit embarrassing. You knew the TV was on. But and, to put that uh, video on, well, you know after you make picks, they're going into your war room. Right, right. I mean, just embarrassing to me. And look, I get there's animosity sometimes. And I get, too, you got these guys like Tom Donahue that are football lifers, that have been scouts and, you know, watch film, go, go to these games and watch these guys all year for some little nerd like Howie Roseman to not listen to you, and, and that's what happened. The Eagles were at 70, traded back to 73, and the rumor is they wanted Aaron Robertson. Tom Donahue wanted Aaron Robertson, quarterback from UCF, that your Giants took at 71, right. and he was upset. And you could see how he's, like, jumping around, fist-bumping people, and he goes to Donahue, and Donahue just had no part of it. And then you could see how he puts his arm to his side, like, what's the problem? But it's just for both parts. You, you, you can't show that kind of stuff. And look, right. it happens in, in war rooms. Not everybody's going to agree on a pick. And I actually like who Howie went with in the third round. I think he's going to be a good pick. But it fuels into the media's thing that there's dissension in the front office. And it just not a good look for the Eagles. And if you're a free agent and stuff, much like Joe Judge did with that passion speech he had after the Eagles game, which I thought really – you know, meant something to free agents, and I really thought it was almost like him cutting a promo, right. coach. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I really thought it spoke to a lot of players. You know, if you're a free agent and you see these kind of things, it's not good for the Eagles, right? Absolutely, hundred percent. I I agree that you know all this stuff coming out with Carson Wentz and everything, and now all of a sudden, you know, and then you see that. I mean, it kind of tells you that you know, really, is this a place that I want to go to? I mean, yeah. do, do I really want to go here? So, you know. It's, and it's, speaking of Carson Wentz, how about the Colts taking a quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Carson's upset again. Yeah, I know. Now, Is he going to start crying? fifth or sixth round. You know what I mean? I think it was Sam Ellinger, uh, quarterback from Texas. Yes. But, you know, hopefully you know, he takes it with a grain of salt this time. Well, I don't, I don't know that he can. I don't yeah. know that he can. So uh, uh, unfortunate. So he didn't you know, have the mentality for Philadelphia. He's he really didn't. Right. He, he, it's a working class city, and he's not. A, he doesn't come across as a, a working man, man man's man. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. he's not a he doesn't come across as a lunch pail guy. Kind of like you know Jim Kelly or or you know uh, one of those type of guys. He just didn't didn't really fit in from Jump Street. Yeah, and when you look at Philly Philly teams, the guys they love, Chase Utley, Pete Rose. Yes. yes. Allen Iverson. You yes. know what I mean? They didn't care if he practiced. He played hard in the games. That's right. all you know. Practice. Yeah, yeah. Practice. So, um, Coach, you want to get into a little NBA talk? before? Sure, we sure, sure. As long as we include my Knicks, man. Hey, or, you know, hey. solidifying that four seed at baby home, fee, home court. Yeah, and which which is, is just unbelievable. 
when you think about it. Um, but no, look, you know, and look, the Knicks are playing good basketball at the right time. They might come in. I think you're going to see them because it looks like where they're at right now, they would play the Hawks in the first round. If it stays like that, you're going to see your Knicks in the second round of the playoffs. I really oh, believe yeah. that. And I'm excited. I think they need that in order to get that bit, that free agent. I, that, that, that big the words out of my mouth. There. Because I think, too, you got a lot to sell. You can say, look, we got Julius Randle, who, I mean, he's a star now. He, he yep. He's an all-star. He's really starting to prove himself. They're winning. Um, Thibodeau's coaching. They look good. They got a good young team. The one I'm a little surprised, Derek Rose has worked out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It and we both thought that was but... a mistake, you know, but he's worked out. Um, that, But the one thing I wanted to talk about, now the Lakers couldn't do nothing about it because Le- LeBron and Anthony Davis were hurt. Right. But a team like the Clippers, who have kind of – they kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit because Kawhi had a fur, his, hurt his foot, and, you know, he sat for a week. Well, now they've lost three straight, and now they're playing the Lakers in the first round. And these teams, they just don't value regular season games, and it's like positioning matters, Coach. Home court matters. Right. You know, right. matchups matter. And, you know, you look at the, 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 the Clippers, I mean – you know, right now, excuse me, they would play the Mavericks, but there's a good chance they may end up playing the Lakers. And it's just, you know, what are you doing? You, you got to win these games and get a better matchup. Do you want to take the uh, – Absolutely. You, you, I, I agree. I agree 100% in, in, in that. And I, that's kind of why, you know, I mean, who watches regular season basketball anymore? Yeah, that's the reason why, you know, I mean, yeah, it don't matter. To, oh, it, it, oh, we're, we're low. You know, what is it? Uh, they call it the loading or whatever they call that, uh, you know, load management. Load management. Oh, man. Yeah. And, it, and like I said, you're in a position now, you know, the Clippers. So from the five, six, seven are all tied right now between the Mavericks, Lakers and Blazers. And, you know, look, you could you, like, like, you know, if you're the Clippers and look, the Nuggets have reached them. And that's what Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray being out for the year. So, I mean, it's just kind of surprising that the Clippers, who I thought they'd bounce back a little bit after last year, where they kind of got embarrassed. Right. Yeah. You lose, you lose in the second round and get upset by the Nuggets. And it looks like, hey, man, same thing's going to happen this year. They're going to, you know, be, be bounced out early and. You know, all that they thought when Kawhi was going there, they had bought themselves a title. Right. Absolutely. I think I think you're right. You're right with that. Yeah. So so we'll see. We'll see how it we'll see how it all plays out as you know, we wind down. What is this the last week of NBA? Uh of the Two NBA. Weeks. Yeah, the, the 16. Yeah, Stiz Stiz has got them over 46 and a half, and they're at 43. They need to go four and three down the stretch. And they look, you guys think, Coach, they had to go four and six in the last 10. They've lost three straight now. So <laughs> Stiz is biting, they, they got Stiz biting his nails now, smoking on two cigars to. Uh, well, Stiz, you should have listened to Coach, had the Knicks. You would have, you'd been counting your money already, like me. But Well, he's know. already counting his money. He took the Suns, which that covered weeks ago. That was a, that was a good over under. Um, so we'll, uh, We'll see what happens, but I think the NBA playoffs, man, it's going to be interesting. I, I, you know, in the East, you got the Sixers who now have taken back the one seed, which I'm happy about. Nets, Bucks play again tomorrow night. Um, I think it's one of those three teams. I think it's the, the Sixers, Nets, or Bucks. Um, Nets are going to be dangerous. 
what I don't like, man, you haven't had those three guys play together. And you're just going to let – much like we were talking about the Clippers, Coach. Yeah. You're just going to have them kind of getting in there maybe the last week before the playoffs or yeah. they're going to start – you don't work on chemistry in the playoffs. <laughs> and you're seeing it with the Lakers. The Lakers got LeBron back. I think everybody thought, oh, okay, LeBron's back. We're going to start winning games. And they haven't. They lost their first two. You know how it is, Coach. Chemistry matters. And that's one thing that's going in your favor of the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, I did, Stiz. But no, yep. that's the one thing the Knicks got going. They got a lot of chemistry right now, and they're playing hard. And I'll tell you, if I was a team, I wouldn't want to play them. I mean, you know, just they're they're gritty. They're playing hard. They play very good defense. They're not they're not going to be an easy out for any of these teams. Yeah, I think the Knicks are what top three defense in the league right now. So. Uh... Yep. Uh, you know they're they're playing they're playing pretty well. I think they they need to go find a legit three point shooter. Uh, I think they're really lacking, especially in today's game. They need they need a a, a legit three pointer. Um, you know, one of those guys that is that can uh, you know give you a a steady diet of threes. And I don't think we and, the Knicks have a guy on that round the roster. They're right. not top three when you talk about opponents points per game. Yeah. The Knicks are first in the NBA. Are they really? Yeah, right. and that's well, the they same. are technically technically that's top three. They're, they're well, just yeah, number yeah, one. They're yeah. number one. They're top one, coach. <laughs> and that's the signature of a Tom Thibodeau team. That's what Tibbs likes to do. He likes to play defense, and it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And look, I'm hoping, man, because I was a Knicks man when I was younger, and I remember I had said before. It's good when New York teams are good. For, it's good for sports. It just is. Yeah. And no doubt, even LeBron tweeted it. It's good for basketball when the New York Knicks are relevant and good. And I really think now, why wouldn't you want to, you know, hopefully the whole Dolan stuff is kind of a moot point now. Yeah, and yeah. some of these free agents come to New York because, look, with this team right now, if you get a decent free agent, just shame Giannis, man. He went. Could you imagine if you had a guy like Giannis to the Knicks? They right. would be, they'd be right up there. You know, I don't know about the finals, but they would be. You know, Eastern Conference, they would be. You know, definitely in the run for right. it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and uh, you know, but we'll we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. Hopefully, uh, you know, the Knicks can pull one out and and get some. I'm looking forward to the offseason. See if we can get somebody a big name finally to come to Big Apple. It's been quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, it has, and they've tried. They've tried every year, and it's just, you know, Durant, I think it was down to the Nets to the Knicks, if I'm correct. I'm pretty sure it was, and he went to the Nets because Durant can never do anything on his own. You right. know, Durant, that's just Durant, and, you know, yep. that's your choice. But you know what, man? You went and got your title. Do you realize if you went to New York, and now you look at the team with right. Durant, they'd have been pretty damn good. And could you imagine – uh, and you, I think you'll agree with this. He could have had – I think he had two or three titles in the Warriors, but he could have had five titles there. One title in New York would have blown all five of yep. those out. Because Absolutely. he'd have been the guy, and it would have been – it would have just like Luke LeBron. He, had all, he could have those two titles in Miami. That one in Cleveland changed everything for LeBron's legacy right. because he was, the, he was the guy. I know he had Kyrie, but that was LeBron's team – and that changed his legacy flat out. Right. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. So, all right. You got anything else there, Nevada Nick? Uh, wait. Oh, I 
forgot, you know, because we missed it, mixed, missed it out. It was, you know, busy weekend with the draft. But, you know, we did have a little horse race uh, yep. on Saturday. How'd you do? <sighs> I missed the Super Factor by one horse. And if I would have put Baffert's horse in, I would have won 9,500. <laughs> well, I did great. I crashed my car Friday, missed the Super Factor for 9,500 by one horse on Saturday. Wasn't my weekend. But, um, look, Medina – and, and congrats to Baffert. I mean, he set the record. He was tied for six wins in the Kentucky Derby, won the seventh, broke the record. Um, you know, and it, even my buddy said, watch out for the Baffert horses. Stiz said, watch out for the Baffert horses. Um, you want to take that or no? Take what? Getting it? Uh, we're getting a call, I think. I th is we it are. Up your thing? Yeah, is it showing up for you or no? No, it's not showing up for me at all. Yeah, I can see he's calling. It must not be going through to the thing. Do you have the not phone going on? through. Yeah, it's – you know what? It's spinning. I, I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if I can reset the uh, thing here. Um, Jared, we, I see you calling. I can see. Yeah, but yeah. I don't I, know I, if it's going through the coach's thing. It, the page is not. It's uh, it's giving me uh, – it says something about the uh, prevent uh, calls from ringing in or oh, something. Okay. I don't know. But, but um, uh, something's no, going on. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, Jared. Uh, Medina looked looked good. He got out great. And not many times do you see a horse, you know, lead wire to wire, and he did. And like I said, you know, I just, I'm mad at myself for not looking at uh, Baffert's horse. He was 15 to 1. I mean, none of the ex experts picked it. Um, so, and, and the one thing with Charlie, the guy who I like, Hot Rod Charlie, he got caught in traffic. If, if the jockey would have ran him a little bit better, I think he had a shot because he, he finished third. And he was coming. He just didn't have enough juice because, you know, when you get stuck in, stuck in traffic, right. coach, and yeah, you got to yeah. maneuver through it. And what, what I mean by traffic was he was on the rail and he had somebody next to him. And then you got to kind of maneuver them to get out and get to the outside. And, right. you know, he got past him and it really hurt. And, uh, yeah, I just – I didn't like the ride. I thought Charlie had it to win. But, you know – Baffert also had the experienced jockey too, right. and that's why Baffert's won seven, you know, Kentucky Derbies. Right, right. So, all right, gang, I appreciate it, Jared. I apologize. The, the yeah, uh, sorry, Jared. Voice, voice things not pulling up. You know, it's still it's, just you know, spinning on me. So credit uh, to Jared. Jared did call. He said that Pittsburgh was going to take Najee Harris. Yeah, he and did. I like to pick Jared, but. Man, they need some offensive linemen there. Yeah. Well, the Bears just cut their uh, Pro Bowl uh, guy, started 53, 58 games. 19, uh, the Bears just cut the guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I forget the guy, but it, they're a big surprise. They just they cut him, saved $9 million on the cap. So. Well, let, me, let me just look that up. Uh, yeah, are you sure about that? Yeah. I was just watching the NFL Network uh, earlier. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Oh, Charles Leno. Yeah. 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 I don't think he was a pro bowler, but yeah, he's one of the 19 in 2019. He was a pro bowler. Oh yeah. He wasn't alternate in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, right. Wow. So there you go. So, all right, everyone. Thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it. Quick hour when we get into football. I tell you what, it just flies by. Appreciate everybody. Uh, Jared, I promise you, I'll get this straightened out. Get you back on. Uh, we'll get your call in next week. Uh, so join us. Make sure you share it with your friends. Go to YouTube, uh, like the page, ring the bell, tell your friends. We appreciate it, uh, everyone. And uh, we'll talk to everyone next week. We'll see you later.